What's up, witches? Welcome back to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys. I hope you're all having an amazing summer, an amazing August, an amazing Leo season, soon to be Virgo season. I know it's been a minute since I've sat down to record a podcast with you guys. I'm very, very excited to be back here today. Today in particular, I'm actually sitting down and I'm recording a bunch of episodes. (laughs) You guys can expect some new stuff coming from me very, very soon. I've had so many ideas bouncing around in my head since I've been able to take a little bit of a break and really just lean into some things I'm going to talk about today. But before we get into this week's podcast episode, I really wanted to take a moment to share with you guys this channeled message that I received from the Akashic Records while writing my August newsletter, which by the way, if you guys haven't signed up for my newsletter yet, I highly, highly recommend that you do. You will get updates on the podcast and know when I put new episodes out. Also, every month I am sending you guys these channel messages from the Akashic Records, as well as special deals I may be offering, which this month, it's my birthday month, so I'm offering a special deal on all birth chart readings. Usually they're like $150. This month they're going to be $80. And also I'm going to be trying something new where I combine the Akashic Records with the astrology readings so you guys get extra insight and details um, with that. So that's going on this month. I also send you guys a witchy tip for the month and as well as a little overview of all the major astrological transits that are happening during each month and what those mean. So there's a lot of good stuff in these newsletters and if you haven't signed up yet, I really encourage you to go to my website www.spacewitchastrology.org and go to the newsletter page and just enter your name and your email and you will be on my list. With all that being said, let's go over this channeled message for the month. So yeah, I literally, I just tuned in and went into the Akashic Records specifically for this newsletter and I asked what what people needed to hear this month. And so this is what, what came up for me. There is so much happening this month. We're all reaching a very significant turning point where the world is opening back up. Life is starting to go somewhat back to normal, school is starting again, and some people may have jobs where they are saying goodbye to those fun summer business hours and are returning to business as usual. During the month of August, the sun transits through the signs Leo and Virgo. There is a very heavy emphasis on the Virgo energy this month. Virgo is a sign that's known for being very critical of both themselves and others, and that's because Virgos are perfectionists at their core. They want everything to be perfect, and even though true perfection isn't always tangible, that perfectionist energy is going to be coming out a lot this month. That being said, the advice for this month is to really, truly try to meet yourself where you're at in the month of August. Acceptance is key. Be honest with yourself about where you are currently and understand that you are doing the best you can. Be compassionate to yourself and extend that compassion towards others. Remind yourself that you are not only, not the only one experiencing all these major shifts and changes that are happening in the world. Understand that everyone else is doing their best in any given moment and that other people may be stressed or scared too. Everyone reacts to and handles things in their own way. Once again, acceptance is key. This month, the world wants to challenge you to practice radical acceptance of yourself and others. The bottom line is that it all starts with you. If you can be kind, loving, compassionate, and forgiving towards yourself, you can extend all of that to others. And boy, does the world need more of that right now. If you want to make a difference in the world, it all starts with you. And that is the channeled message that I received this month. For the month of August, I really just got 
a very big sense that there's a lot of things changing and there's going to be more stress and pressure on people and we're going to be projecting a lot of our anxieties and a lot of that pressure onto other people. And again, there's a lot of this need to really just de-stress and decompress and to accept ourselves where we're at and just to be kind to ourselves and to be kind to others. And that's that's really a lot of the energy I'm seeing for this month is really trying to end that division, that need to bump heads with people, that need to judge other people. Again, people are just doing what they think is best for them right now. They're doing the best that they can and everyone is coping and handling things differently and in their own way. And so I really felt that that needed to be highlighted for this month because with all that Virgo energy, it feels like to me like there's just going to be a lot of this finger pointing, especially towards the end of the month and maybe as we go into July. So I really just wanted to share that channeled message with you guys. And if you enjoyed that message and if you want more of those, again, I really recommend you guys get get on my website, www.spacewitchastrology.org and sign up for my newsletter. It's free, doesn't cost anything, and you get these fun little channeled messages every month and a bunch of other good stuff. So highly recommend you guys check that out. With all that being said, let's get into this week's podcast episode. This week on the podcast, I really wanted to talk a bit about masculine and feminine energies because this has been a very big thing that has been showing up for me a lot in my life and as I always say I like to share things that I'm learning and observing in my life with you guys and the feedback I've been receiving recently has been so wonderful by the way thank you guys so much for sending me messages on Instagram thank you for sharing these episodes on Instagram even just screenshotting it and sharing it or sending it to a friend it really really helps the podcast and I really really from the bottom of my heart I appreciate it so much thank you guys so much for all the love and support and just from talking to you guys it's really really nice to um Sorry, just from talking to you folks, it's been really nice to just hear how a lot of these episodes I've been putting out have been resonating with you and how they've been helpful and how you guys are enjoying them. That really, really means a lot. And again, I love getting your feedback. The more feedback I get, the more content I can put out and the more stuff I'll put out that you guys will like. So if there's any particular episodes that you like, definitely screenshot them, post them on Instagram. You can tag me. I do see them or even email me whatever works for you, because I really do love and appreciate your feedback. It it really means the world to me. So that being said, masculine and feminine energies. Before I really dive into this, I just want to say what I'm about to talk about today has nothing to do with your gender identity, what body parts you have, none of that. This is literally just a term that we use to describe, again, different energies. And I don't know, maybe it's time that we change these words to things that are maybe a bit more PC or maybe a bit more fitting for some folks out there. But for today, I'm just, these are the words that I'm using and I apologize if this is triggering to anybody, but I just want to make it clear that we all have these energies within us, regardless of our identity or what body parts we have or anything like that. And I really just wanted to talk about balancing them out and really, again, playing into that practice of balance, which I talked about a few weeks ago on the podcast. Balance is everything. 
And if we don't maintain a certain balance, then, you know, we tend to push the pendulum. We push it in one way and then it goes all the way one way and then it starts to swing back another way. And so we, because of that, we tend to find ourselves going to these extremes. And that's why it's so important to make sure you kind of keep one foot in and one foot out and lean into that energy of doing a little this and a little that. And obviously, like, no one's perfect. We're not robots. We're not always going to be... 100% perfectly balanced in our lives because that's just not practical or realistic. But I think trying to maintain that sense of balance as much as you can is really, really important. So um, the reason I wanted to talk about these masculine and feminine energies is because, well, first of all, I feel like these are words that get thrown around a lot in the spiritual metaphysical space. I know for me, I kind of just after just hearing it so much, I sort of picked up on it on my own. Whereas, I don't know, no one ever flat out talked about it or explained it to me. It was just like, hear some podcast where someone's doing an interview and people just kind of throw these masculine and feminine energy terms around and just sort of get sprinkled in there. But I thought it would be really good to just do a podcast and to talk about it because, again, I know it's very prevalent in my life right now. But before I dive into that, I guess I'll just kind of go over like what are the masculine and feminine energies? What does that mean to be in your masculine or to be in your feminine? And why am I talking about it? So let's start with that. It's in everything. If you look at hermeticism, like there's polarity in everything and there are masculine and feminine roles in a lot of stuff, even though, again, I know that's becoming less... PC right now, but it is, it's in everything. Like you see this in astrology, like all the signs have their own masculine or feminine energy that they identify with. And that doesn't necessarily mean that if you're a certain sign, then you, you know, have to identify as that or whatever. It's just, it's just part of the way astrology is set up. But it can be applied to so many different things. Even in Tarot, like we see, you know, we have the the King of Wands and the Queen of Wands and the Hierophant and the, the High Priestess. And then you have the Empress and Emperor. They're like two sides of the same coin and they balance each other out. It's like, you know, yin and yang. It, these energies work together. And because they work together, it's really important that we have awareness to keep them very, very balanced. You know, I keep hearing that saying in my head as I'm talking about this, work hard, play hard. You know, that's like, I know it sounds like really cliche and sounds like hustle culture, but it's really, it really does tie in with with what I'm talking about today. And I think it's a great little phrase or a mantra to keep in mind if, you, if you're trying to balance out those energies. Again, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but hey, if it works, it works. So moving on, what exactly are the divine masculine, the divine feminine? What the hell does that mean? I know a lot of people, again, they throw these terms around and it sounds very fluffy and like lighthearted and whatever, but people don't actually take the time to really explain like, what is that? What does it mean? I'm sure I'm even guilty of doing this myself, but what is it? Let's start with the divine masculine. So that masculine energy, what that really is, is that's the action that's the the energy that we tend to be in when we need to take action. It's the doing. It's the physical movement. It is having to be direct and stand up for yourself and really just like needing to get shit done. That is essentially in very, very few words what the masculine is. It's again, it's actions and it's doing. The divine feminine, on the other hand, that's more of the receiving, more of that being in the flow, more of that I'm going to sit back and let things come to me type of energy. It's creative. It is very, how do I put it? Like, again, it's much more laid back. It's very like I'm going to just be open to receiving and 
I'm going to create stuff. And again, it's really just, I guess the way I think of it, right, is to better explain it is when I think of the divine masculine and the divine feminine, I really think of it in terms of manifestation. When we are manifesting stuff, that whole entire process of manifesting is this beautiful duo of masculine and feminine energy. When we get the idea that we want something and we have this idea in our head that we want to bring into existence, that idea alone is feminine energy because you're this open vessel, you're receiving the messages from your higher self, from spirit, from whatever energy source is out there that gives us these ideas. That in itself is feminine. Setting those intentions are, because that would be the next step, right, is setting the intentions. Setting those intentions, that's the masculine, right? Because the masculine is like, okay, how are we going to get this done? Let's do it. Let's go. That's the masculine part. But then we kind of lean back into the feminine again, because then we're getting the ideas of like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? What's going to make this work? And then we get the ideas, they pop into our head. Then we're like, okay, now we need to actually act on these ideas. And then we're going back into the masculine. And you see this a lot too with like even just working with the moon phases and um, manifesting with the moon, which I have a whole episode on if you guys want to listen to it and check it out. But that whole process of manifestation, it's setting the intentions, it's putting in the work, taking the steps necessary to achieve your goals and to bring that manifestation into fruition. It's, It's this whole collaborative process. And then also there's the part of manifestation where sometimes we have to just wait to receive because here's the thing. If we are manifesting things and we are putting too much emphasis on trying to force and make things happen, that's like almost like too much masculine energy um, because we don't want to force things to happen. When we're forcing things, it just it doesn't work. Our ego gets in the way and it blocks us from being open to receive. And so there's that point in manifestation where we have to be open to receive and we have to lean back into that feminine energy. I always tell people the key to manifesting is to let go of the thing that you want after you set your intentions and to focus on just having fun and doing things every day that are going to raise your vibration and put you in a good mood so that you're open to receiving those opportunities, those messages, that guidance from spirit, whatever it is. You know, we need to we do need to stay open. And when we allow ourselves to be open to receive, that's when the universe kind of comes in and they're like, oh, by the way, that thing you want, here it is. Like, here's that thing you've been asking me for. And every single time, every time I know for me and for other people that I've worked with, um, when I've sort of coached them on manifestation, it's like the second we lean into that receiving mode, in that moment we surrender that we can't do this alone. We got to let go and let God. I hate... (laughs) I hate to say that because I feel like it's a a thing a lot of uh, people say that's kind of cringy, but those are the words flying out of my mouth right now are, you know, let go and let God. You got to you got to let God, the divine spirit, whatever title you resonate with, the cosmic jellyfish, uh, as Kathy Weiss, who was one of my guests a while back, calls it. You have to you have to allow room for that magic to happen and allow room for the divine to really come through and bring you the manifestation that you're looking to receive. And so it's interesting because friend slash mentor slash Reiki healer that I go to, Jen Burgess, who is so, so amazing, who's located here in Maine. Every time I see her lately, she talks about how, you know, we're all going through this shift of being in the divine feminine energy. And it's so true that, you know, with the pandemic and everything happening, we really are leaning more and more into that. I feel like pre-pandemic, like we were all 
kind of in this rat race where we're all like stressed and running around all the time and we're doing, doing, doing. And we're all in that masculine energy where it's like we need to hustle. Like the hustle culture in in and of itself is, you know, huge masculine energy. And again, I wouldn't even say it's necessarily wrong or bad. I think too much of it can be a bad thing. But again, it comes back to balance. And pre-pandemic like we were all just going 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 and then the pandemic happened and then we were sort of forced to lean more into this feminine energy and I know for me like even though obviously the pandemic I think was horrible and shitty in a lot of ways I know that for me in particular I was lucky enough that even though it was stressful and hard you know it was healing for me in a lot of ways because really got me to slow down. It got me to redirect myself career-wise, figure out what I wanted to do. And I know for me that when the pandemic hit, I was just beginning to leave a very stressful, very challenging time in my life. And I was very, very burnt out. I was not healthy, um, honestly, physically, mentally. And it was, it was hard. And I just know for me, I look back on the last six years of my life and what led up to me just being so burnt out and so chronically stressed all the time. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who was like that pre-pandemic, but it was like, you know, I spent six years grinding, being like, you know, I need to have this type of career and I need to be the best at everything. And I was being wicked competitive and I felt like I had to prove myself and I had to, I was very much into, in my masculine energy. As soon as I got out of high school, I was like, I need to start accomplishing things. I need to go to college. I need to get a good job. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to make a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. And I I continuously burnt myself out. I see, I got, I let, got out of school and then I went to college full time and then I paid for it all out of pocket. I worked two jobs. I think I was maybe even working three jobs at one point. I don't know how. And then obviously I was getting sick a lot, so I quit. And then after that, it was like, you know, then I decided to lose weight and I was going to the gym like almost every day, like five days a week, spending one to two hours at the gym trying to get my body into like ridiculously good shape because I just at the time it was what I wanted And then obviously I got burnt out with that because it was too much. And then that triggered this like hustle I had at work. I worked at Starbucks for six years. I was constantly working, constantly making money, constantly like doing, 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 going, going, going. I had to learn to be more direct. I went and got a promotion. I worked my butt off for that promotion. And then I got that promotion. And I was honestly set for a while on getting another promotion. And I worked really, really hard for that. And again, it was a grind. Like it was working irregular hours. It was making sure that we were fully staffed. It was, you know, fixing scheduling conflicts. It was counting money. It was just handling anything that the day would throw at me. It was one of those things. I did it when it was fun and I eventually got myself to stop when it was not fun. But I spent six years just working irregular hours, trying to accomplish things, trying to prove myself. Small phase where I was drinking and smoking weed to cope with all the stress I had. And that wasn't healthy. And I thankfully, I don't do that anymore. But again, it was a lot of that masculine energy. And so now here I am almost a year later and I have gone through my Reiki 1 I did Reiki on myself for 21 days, which I was very surprised, again, to see how much work I had to do on my sacral chakra. I it's, it was very It's very interesting because I have this theory about Reiki and healing the physical body where, obviously, I don't think, like, if you have an ailment and you use Reiki on it, I don't think that 
Reiki is like something where you you use Reiki on it and then all of a sudden, boom, it's cured. But what I think happens is because it's energy healing that when you get Reiki and you use it for an ailment or a certain part of your body, I think what it does is because it shifts your energy, it changes your outlook and it changes your thought patterns and it changes the way you look at things. So instead of maybe not focusing on it, as much or ignoring your your health problems or whatever it is, I think it just helps to make this internal shift where you start seeing ways in which you can begin to heal those ailments. You know, maybe it's the energetic shift where you need to focus more on your self-worth or maybe it's realizing like, oh, like there's other medicines or doctors I can go to or practices I can do that might be beneficial to this. I think it just changes your outlook because here's the thing with any type of magic or manifestation, like it's not all spiritual and it's not all physical. I think the spiritual and the physical work together and you can't heal things or change anything in your life without taking that physical action. Whereas at the same time, physical action isn't always enough to get things done if you don't have the right energy put behind it, if that makes sense. Again, I am not one of those people who relies on spirituality or natural healing alone for any medical or health condition. Again, I think there is a balance. I think modern medicine is a great thing. And I think certain things modern medicine is great for. If I had a very serious ailment or injury, I would go to my doctor. I would go to a hospital. But if it's something different where I think a naturopath or a holistic doctor might help me, I'll even do that. Personally, I'm not black or white on the whole thing. I think both have their place and that both are beautiful things. And again, it's the same thing for spirituality and that grounded energy of taking action, actually doing things. Because, you know, if we just say like, I want a thousand dollars and we just sit on the couch and we wait for that thousand dollars to appear. I mean, yeah, is there the slim, slim chance that maybe like you'll get a notification on your cash app or Venmo that someone sent you a thousand dollars? Sure, anything's possible, right? We live in an infinite universe. But majority of the time, if you just sit on your couch and you're sitting there asking the universe for a thousand dollars and you're like, why isn't it showing up? It's because you're not taking any action to actually get that thousand dollars. Like usually most of the time, I would say about 99.9% of the time, we do need to go take that physical action. But again, if you don't have good intentions and good energy behind that physical action, then the physical action uh, might not work out the way you want it to. So again, you need both spirit and you know that groundedness to really make shit happen. It's just been very cool after coming out of this pandemic and doing all this work on myself, getting the Reiki one attunement, doing the Reiki on myself for 21 days, healing my chakras, all that stuff. I'm finally, I'm entering a phase where I'm leaning into more of my divine feminine energy. I am playing more. I'm doing things that are more for fun. I'm less focused on hustle and work. I'm allowing things to come to me instead of really like reaching and trying to get them myself. Obviously, again, because there needs to be balance, I'm still doing some stuff. But like I'm just doing things that like I haven't done in a really long time or things that I never thought I would do. I tried surfing recently for the first time and honestly, I love it. I actually want to get my own board and like really try to learn it and get better at it like next summer, hopefully. I'm playing guitar again. I'm writing songs. I am. I was taking voice lessons for a little bit. I'm painting. I'm really in this like creative flow where I'm like I have all these hobbies. I started getting into like clay sculpting like 
all of this stuff that used to bring me so much joy and I spent so much time kind of not even paying attention to it because I was in this masculine energy where all I was focused on was career and work and like what I want to do. Now I'm finally over this hump where I feel like I can finally just enjoy my life and lean into these things that are again, much more feminine and things that I enjoy doing. Even like I used to love putting together like fun outfits and I went through a phase where I like didn't care about my appearance at all because I was miserable. And so now I'm like, you know, putting outfits together again and like doing things with my appearance and having fun with it and finding ways to bring that little bit of like joy back into my life. And I'm loving it so much. And It's interesting, too, because I'm noticing that as I'm leaning back into this feminine energy, I am being surrounded with a lot more masculine energy. And even like, again, I'm finding that a lot more men are entering my life suddenly. I don't know. It's just it's very interesting. And I I sort of sensed this a bit in meditation recently. It's just really interesting because I feel like when I was more in my masculine, like I had more women that I was surrounded by. And it's just it's really interesting how that works out, because as I always say, What's going on with you internally gets reflected back to you externally. Again, that's always kind of a fun thing to pay attention to. When you're leaning into your masculine or your feminine, pay attention to the types of people that are showing up for you in your life. And I think doing work with trying to balance those can be very, very healing as well. I think leaning so heavily into my masculine energy for a while was because... I didn't want help from anyone. I wanted to be independent. I felt like I was fending for myself and I had to be really strong and strong-willed. And yeah, I definitely did that. But it, my body is like now at a point where it's like, okay, we need help. Um, so now again, I'm just really trying to relax and lean into that feminine energy. And yeah, I think that is everything I wanted to share with you guys. I hope you loved this episode. As always, don't forget you are so much more than your sun sign. And I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.